you know, you usually start things, and I've, I'm going to start this episode if it's all the same for you. What just ha- What is happening? <laughs> so, quite recently, and I'm going to pull the curtain back, kind of Wizard of Oz it here with the man behind the curtain. We we recently tested some video, you know, video recording to kind of accompany a, a podcast episode we did, and which may or may have not worked. We don't which know. may or may not have worked. Time time will tell. But I want to pull the curtain back for the for the listener here because. You sent me some screenshots of your setup for, you know, the audio and visual studio. It's not a studio, but like the setup that you, you, you did for tonight. I don't do anything small. Is that fair to say? Oh, completely fair. Okay. And I did not send you screenshots of my setup and I will not. And if I could paint a mental picture, if you're, if we were like two cars stopped at a red light that look at each other and like rev our engines at each other and kind of like egg each other on for a street race. If you pulled up with, you know, the half a million dollar Aston Martin, I pulled up with like the 1994 Toyota Corolla that hasn't been well kept and is like missing the hood and like the mufflers missing and just, it gets you from A to B, but not pretty. Didn't the didn't the ninety four Corolla come without a hood or a muffler? Wasn't that <laughs> it was like an add on? Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh if you're wondering what Pete is talking about, uh then there's a good chance that now, soon in the future, or never, if I'm incompetent, <laughs> uh there will be a video version of the last episode we did and some upcoming future episodes um, on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the link to which is down below of this episode. Uh, hopefully, depending on what depending on what podcast platform you're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. And also, hello and welcome. <laughs> hello and welcome to the Movie Man Podcast. This is Peter and Brady, obviously. And uh, we continue our journey in the Batman universe leading up to the eventual release of The Batman coming in March. Yeah, when was the last time we did this? Oh, it's been a while. Just with Christ- with votes in general and Christmas votes and new releases, it's it's been a while. It has. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it, but... Um, yeah. I think the good news is we will have the entire s- series or... I guess you'd call it series completed by the time of the release and uh might have been september i'm doing a quick scroll job it's it might be september when we last touched on on batman uh you're you're scrolling i'm i'm scrolling too but if you're scrolling (laughs) then that works just as well are you scrolling scrolling uh, it doesn't really matter. Oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, September 29th. Yeah. Ooh, you just made the, you just made it. Hmm. Yeah, episode 157. <whistles> yeah. yeah. Didn't know they had episodes back then. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I want to let the cat out of the bag about something. Sure. Something I don't think you knew. Okay. What, what was the length... When you watched this movie, what was the length of it? Oh, two plus hours. Did you pay hours. attention? 
two plus oh, hours. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. I'd have to look. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Did, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you want if you watched what I watched, you actually watched the ultimate cut, the extended edition. That sounds familiar. How long yeah, would that like have been? Three hours. Three hours and three minutes or something. Oh, my gosh. It's long. All I know that it is it was long. And it is better. It is better than the theatrical cut. <laughs> but it's still not great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too great. <laughs> It's not bad. Let's we'll get into it. Let's. You had not seen this film. Do you have trivia? I not in the form of a question. So I'm just going to splurt okay. it out of like, hey, here it is. And, okay. and in fact, I will do the. Ow! Yeah. Um, just in that I found it interesting. Well, interest. I'll just say interesting. It doesn't matter what I found it. Um. I did not realize Zack Snyder... I don't know much about Zack Snyder, so acknowledging that right there. I just did not realize he was involved with Sucker Punch. Not a big deal. Not that huge of a film. But I didn't realize he was involved with 300 and Watchmen. Those two films aren't huge in my DVD collection, so that's why I'm, I wasn't familiar with it. But I was just surprised to, to realize yeah. there's that connection. He does a lot of, like, graphic novel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Type stuff. And the other thing that was just, you know, when I say it, it's like, well, no kidding. Just, it was fascinating that Ben Affleck gained, what I read, at least around 30 pounds, which is quite obviously, like, muscle mass for this role. And yeah, see, there's, like, there's there's Batmans that are, like, you know, big mm-hmm. and muscular. Yeah. Ben Affleck in this movie is, like, a brawler. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's 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 not just muscular. He's it's not like oh Ben Affleck is ripped. Mm. He's stocky. Right. He's big. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we don't have time to get into this, and I don't know if this is the time to have it anyway. But it it does raise like there's just that whole moral question of like what is appropriate for the sake of viewership of like someone being in a visual like watching a film and being taken away into another universe of like a human being eating and doing things of that nature just to physically look a certain way and that opens a whole can of worms of what visual images of people are and all that kind of stuff and too too much to get into to actually answer or pretend to answer a question like that but yeah i mean this is this is the opposite side of that though right like there's i don't know there's the whole, like, Christian Bale eating an apple and a can of tuna a day. Right. So that he can play an anorexic person. Sure. But I don't know, like, you know, people talk about, like, oh, you know, what Hugh Jackman went through to play Wolverine. He was in the best shape of his life. Like, I, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Right? Like, I, yeah, I, yeah it was a lot of work, but he also has never been better. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean like ben affleck will never be as muscular and as in shape right as he was for this film yeah yeah that's fair but i guess it's just to know 
being being muscular though you know maybe he's not in the best shape emotionally or 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 spiritually is is he maybe would be otherwise and i listen i'm well, not trying sure. to dig the weeds here but I there was a whole saying. alcoholism thing and stuff yeah for sure is that real oh yeah oh yeah like he oh yeah filming justice league was he's there was just an interview that came out like last week that Mm. filming justice league was the worst experience of his life and that's why he left and didn't do the that's why robert pattinson is playing batman now instead of oh instead of ben affleck in the standalone batman movie that was originally going to be a part of that oh yeah he was like he became an alcoholic and he oh yeah i'm i am dumbfounded Hmm. he's in a much better spot now like he's cleaned up he's sober all this stuff he's doing really well i'm a little shocked that he's appearing in um in the flash movie as Hmm. batman Hmm. i'm surprised he's coming back but yeah cool yeah 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 well should we get into it nice trivia it was good. <laughs> Thank you. I do. I, I have to admit, sometimes I listen back to old, old, old episodes. Right. And there's like two or three questions and there are multiple choice, true oh. or false. And I'm like, I'm yeah. like working through them and I'm like, I miss it a little. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just say that. That's all, I, that's all I'm going to say. I hear you. And you know, it, it depends on the week on what we're talking about. Some things just lends itself more naturally and some things it's like how many leaves were on this tree? And it's like, oh, how do I make that a multiple choice answer? It's like, 2017. <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you going to give me options or is that? That, is it just no, like that a, was the answer. How did you know? That was the answer. See, see, yeah. see, there's never a bad, there's never a bad trivia question. <laughs> okay. So you'd never seen this movie. No, I've heard no. about it a ton. Cause this yeah. is so much was hyped about this. So much. And it was, yeah, like, you know, Batman and Superman are in the comics together a lot. Mm. They're in cartoons together a lot. Yep. Uh, but this was the first time on the big screen, live action, Hollywood showdown, Batman and Superman. And then, and then triple feature, also Wonder Woman, um, which is the other big, mm. massive... DC yep. poster person, poster yep. character. Yep. Uh, yeah, we got Wonder Woman in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all in one shot, like, you know, as the showdown, whatever. For some people, for some people, for people who don't like Marvel and just diehard DC fans, <laughs> that moment was akin to three Spider-Men. <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know? It was mm. it. It was like, oh my god, there they are, all three of them on screen together. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Um, it is the direct continuation of Man of Steel. Literally direct. So much of this film is about the aftermath mm-hmm. of Man of Steel. Yep. yep. Um, is about yeah. So we've got this. We've got this battle hardened Batman. Who? Because that's really who we're here to talk about. Yep. Yep. Right. That's what this series is for us, is Batman. Mm. He's battle-hardened. He's been Batman in Gotham for like 20, 20-plus 20 years. Mm. 
he's almost stepped out of being Batman for a while. Like he's 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 pulled back a little bit. Hmm. And now he's having to like intensify again because you know yes he's yes he is obsessed in this film and yes he's got issues but he's not just totally like you know if you were batman and you had spent 20 years defending gotham and and you were capable of doing the things that you're capable of doing mm-hmm. and then from bruce wayne's perspective you see the devastation caused by this alien by this uninvited visitor tell me that you wouldn't also take the same stance that he took of of this guy's gotta go look at look at what happened look at all the people who died unnecessarily the people who are dying because he's here and as a result of him being here so are adversaries that want to take him down hmm it's yeah i i want you to continue on this because i it this did raise the question to me because throughout the film i'm wondering whose team am i on not just for you know they each have their perception of the other and why they're feeling their way so i thought that was neat but i i I'm not sure who I enjoyed more. I'm not sure whose side I more empathized with, but it was interesting having their motivations of hatred for each other and being well-grounded for what they thought was true, or at least why they thought it. I Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on all that. As far as whose team Cause I'm it, on. Because they both have a ground to stand on. Yeah, that's but the But I would thing. say there's there's more truth in... There's definitely more truth in Superman's perspective. How so? Right. How so? Well, because Batman's not misunderstood. Like Clark Kent's thoughts on Batman is that he's taking the law into his own hands and he's getting a little too rough and he's a yes. little too jagged okay. and yep. he's a little too judge, jury, executioner. Yeah, no, and that's absolutely true. he is. That is absolutely yeah. what he's doing. Um, Bruce Wayne's perspective is Superman is an unnecessary risk. Mm. which may be true which may be true but there's but there's also a lot of good that can be done there yeah and i mean there's a lot of good that can be done with batman as well and i think they sure. both obviously they they both you know you have to save martha like they <laughs> both have mm-hmm. a change of heart a perspective shift sure um but but yeah you know no that's right that's that's my thought it's my only thought. <laughs> no, it's not my only thought. Uh, it's cool, actually, you know. Yeah, before you go on, the, the more you time... cut it, I think I think I'm maybe a little bit more Team Superman then. But really, okay, yeah. But no, I but mean, it's very, it's a very close, very close. I think, I think for the most part, I spend the film being Team Superman as well. Okay, um, yeah. N- realizing that Superman. Superman is the victim of this movie for sure. For sure, is the victim oh, yes. of this movie. Yes, um, and so, and it's not totally. I think. I think my thought is, I am Team Superman, um, but it's not. B- Batman's perspective is not just him being a dick. 
it's founded in actual it makes sense it's reasonable that this is how bruce feels Mm. yeah is my thought yeah yeah so yeah um jeremy irons is alfred he's he's certainly a new alfred but i love him as yeah he's not my favorite alfred my favorite alfred is the alfred from the gotham series actually oh Um, yeah Hmm. but but jeremy irons is good He's got a. He plays that like he's a badass. I like the 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 scenes that we see. He's like chopping wood and bringing wood in. There's nothing this guy doesn't do. Um, mm. He takes all the necessary shots at Bruce for not having a wife or a girlfriend, <laughs> or you know, this is the end of the Wayne line. Something's happened to Wayne Manor, by the way. That's never really explained. Yeah, but clearly that thing burned down. <laughs> or something someone forgot to pay the electricity bill um yeah jeremy irons is good i like i like his shots at bruce i like the fact that that as he's doing like the guy like ned's guy in the chair thing you know as he's like being the eyes and ears from the computer the guy at the screen right. Yeah, he's yeah, dr- yeah. he's drinking scotch, right? Right. He's 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 like I, I don't know. That was that was nice and fun to me, mm-hmm. uh, and I like that he's that conscience. I like that he's talking about how you know, this is how, this is how it all begins, right? This is how good men fall. This is how, you know, and he like he he understands that Bruce is the boss. What Bruce says goes. Mm. Um. But he also, like, he'll voice his side of it, for sure. He's not going to leave that out. He will definitely voice how he feels. Hmm. So. Yeah. No, that, I, I that's, hear. Yeah. Yeah, I, go ahead. I hear, go I, ahead, I, I hear what you're saying, and I think those are all good points. And I don't dislike this Alfred. I think he's fine. I think he's adequate. And I think, like, you have a, a different favorite, Alfred. I, I think Michael Caine is just number one for me. Yeah, and he just... The more I think about Michael Caine, the less I like him as Alfred. I love Michael That's Caine. I, yeah. You know, I just don't... For whatever reason. Yeah, um, yeah what else? Uh, the Bat, Batmobile is cool. So, yeah, this. I, wa- I want to pick your brain on that. Go, like, All right. where, where do you... Think no, that's it. This? That's all I was going to say. <laughs> it's it's cool it's cool it's a cool batmobile but is it not like so i'm trying to f- remember how to phrase this the the christopher nolan batman batmobile you i wouldn't say you dislike it but it's not your favorite style yeah, i'm not crazy about it how, for me are is there not a lot of carryover not carryover because i'm not saying they're copying each other but is there not more in common with this Batmobile and Christopher Nolan's Batmobile than there was stylistically, say, with the 1990s Batmobile and Christopher Nolan's Batmobile? I would say it's almost a 50-50 split, and I think that's why I like it so much. Huh. Okay. Okay. I think it has that grounded-in-reality feel, while mm. also clearly not just being a military vehicle that's been spray-painted black. It's... <laughs> Yes, like how lazy is that, Bruce? Come on, um, you know, like literally. Oh, there's this, uh, there's this R and D military vehicle. 
Right. Hmm, that's not very Batmobile. Does it come in black? <laughs> right. Yes. All right, now it's a bitch in Batmobile. You know, like it just didn't. Anyways, this feels, this is obviously something they've built. And and Jeremy Irons, whereas Michael Caine, you look at Michael Caine's Alfred and you're like, you're not, you're not climbing under a car and welding things back together. Mm. Jeremy right. Irons is. He is he is repairing that Batmobile. Right. You know. It, it, Michael Caine's Alfred is running some tests, fetching the T, stitching them back together. Um, but this Alfred, this Alfred is a sidekick as much as he is anything else. Hmm. So that's what I like about him. Uh, and then the Batcave. Uh, what the Batcave I will is say, fun. What I will say just about the Batmobile, I, I, for me, it wasn't stylistic enough for me to. I, I thought you know 1990s Batmobiles. I feel like are stylistically separate. Modern day ones are a little bit more realistic, militaristic, and I, to me, I. I it was fine, but I don't see a huge difference between it and the Christopher Nolan one. So I think they're in the same category with my preference That's being for Chris, Chris Nolan. That's fair. Uh, I, a question for you. Okay. Okay. The ultimate, typically like basically the ultimate question of the film. <laughs> Who won? Who won? Who won? I don't know. I mean, Batman had Superman in a say uncle position. He was about to kill him. Batman had Superman. Yeah. He did. Superman could have killed Bruce. Well, could he have, though? I mean, he could. It's hard to say. Because of the kryptonite weapons that Batman had, it's hard to say whether or not Superman would have actually... No, you know what? If Superman had wanted to enter that shot, enter that conflict at the speed of a speeding bullet, he totally could have done that and just, like, snapped Bruce's neck. Yeah. It's not who Superman is, though. So I guess the big question is, is that a weakness? Oh, I mean, ultimately, it almost got him killed. So yeah, in a fight against each other, yeah, that's you know, my my stance is I think Bruce won. I Bruce, I think Bruce won that fight. Um, but I know Emily Mater would disagree with me. Oh, because she sure is she a would. Superman fangirl. <laughs> Both of her children are named after Superman characters. Hmm. Uh, which is uh, which I love, by the way. I love mm-hmm. that that's their names. Um, but it's an ongoing rivalry between Emily and I. The Batman v Superman. Like when they announced they were making this movie, it was like, oh, it's this is for us. <laughs> it's a visual. It's a it's a, a film representation of our living feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this movie? Um. We hit on the Batmobile, hit on Alfred. We hit on Batman a little bit. You know, he's the protein powder Batman. I, you know, you hit on this too. I appreciated him <laughs> having these motivations for hating Superman. And uh, it does does definitely spin a new light on the end of Man of Steel. 
Um, I have to say, we, we uh, yeah, maybe may uncomfortable, but we have to at least mention it. If the 1990s had like zoom in shots of spandex on buttocks and nipples, like we got a full back exposure of uh, Ben Affleck in the shower in this film. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, I, 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 I'm neutral on it. Like, I wasn't offended by it by any means, and I'm not like, ooh, this had to be in the film. I'm, I'm quite on the fence, but it was, I mean, if they were pushing the envelope in the 90s, this just, like, lit the envelope on fire and <laughs> let the ashes blow away in the wind. My boy Ben's been doing some squats. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, you know, this movie was always hyped in so many circles at the time it came out. And it was interesting, even though I'm not as well versed in these films and these quotable lines. There was the well-known scene where it got to the point where, where Ben Affleck says, Tell me, do you bleed? You will. So good. Uh, uh a line that Superman repeats back to him in Justice League. Uh, I'll have to watch for that when we watch it. Yeah. He yeah. said it in the... I think... I. No, maybe he didn't say it in the Snyder Cut. Really? Maybe not. Because that huh. scene was entirely r- different. It's hmm. the scene when he first comes back to life. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um. Uh, what do you think of Lex Luthor? Well, okay, so that was actually my next point. You know, I don't know what I think about Lex Luthor, and I just want to talk it out with you. So, obviously, we've got Jesse Eisenberg, obviously, and I can't tell Playing if, the character that Jesse Eisenberg plays. Yeah, and it, so that's it. Every time thing. he's in a movie. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell if he's effective, because I despise the character, and I despise how he's conflicting with specifically superman and takes his mother hostage but then you know batman and all that jazz or i i I can't tell if i'm it's effective and it's if i should be appreciating this or i can't tell if it's just typecast and it's like oh hey you invented facebook and you're taking on superman or doesn't matter what you're doing and you know i I don't know how i feel about this and i i'm really on the fence to team up with woody harrelson later and take down some zombies yeah, Woody Harrelson, zo- double tap reference. I like it. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. It, uh, I'm really... No, Zombieland. Well, yeah, okay, Zombie Double Sorry. Tap is a sequel. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know why I said Double Tap. Just Zombieland, then the sequel. I don't know. Where do you land on them? I'm, I'm really on the fence, and I, I've, I've contemplated it, and I don't know what I think. Um, I think he's... He's... He's much different than any Lex Luthor we've gotten before. Completely. And so I think the people who don't like it are fixated on that. I also think, though, that to my knowledge, if you were to take a character sheet and, you know, what are the five traits that Lex Luthor must have? Minus the bald head, but we do get that, right? This is an origin story. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think he would tick all of those boxes just in a different way than they've been ticked in the past by um, uh, 
uh, Gene. Uh, oh, geez. Kevin Spacey played it in the 2000s in the Brandon Ralph one. Um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman played him yeah. back in the Christopher Christopher Reeves. Reeve ones. Yep. Um, and then Michael Rosenbaum in the Smallville. Um, right. Okay. Yeah, you know, I I like it. I do like it. I think once you accept that this is something different, that they went in a different direction, um, then there's a lot of room for for enjoying it. I think, I think, I think I'm settled on the fact that I love and hate it. I think you know, the fact that I can't decide, I think, is telling that I love it and appreciate it, but also I'm maybe a little Jesse Eisenberg out. He's certainly a bit extra mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. times. Um, pretty manic. Yeah. Yeah. But maniacal. Like when he when he's on the rooftop and he's he's giving he's showing Superman the pictures of his mother. Hmm. Yeah. And there's that That's moment. I really like when he says, you know, when you got here, when you arrived here, you had an hour. <laughs> now you have less. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like like it's it's yeah. it's good. Like he's got some lines that really work. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the overall plot of the movie that Superman's facing Congress? It's this, you know, it seems pretty plausible. That's how this would happen. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I can definitely see that narrative of, uh, the media marginalizing someone or something that they don't understand or that they can exploit to, you know, make the narrative that they want you know uh, i get it i really do Uh, is it the story that i wanted to see maybe not but it it did gel well and it fit well with what what eventually happened and everything that went on in this film so i don't have a problem with it um but it it made sense right that's fair can i um while you're asking me about the plot i actually have a couple questions that are plot related that if you could just answer them for me that make yeah. my make my day a lot better i'm not gonna lie <laughs> that's why i'm here okay so when i think it was around like the little montage when ben affleck was a little mopey around the house and we saw the the, the shower bat scene but we did see a batman suit with spray paint on it that i believe said haha jokes on you batman could you fill in the blanks for me just what the context is with that Sure. Not a Batman suit. That's a Robin suit. Oh. Um, and so that is the suit of, at least from the comics, that is the suit of Jason Todd, who was the second Robin who is kidnapped and um, seemingly murdered, tortured and murdered by the Joker. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, so his, Bruce's escapades, ha- like he's lost allies. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. But that's neat. That is neat, and that fills in a blank. Another blank yep. that I'm trying to... So I've seen Snyder Cut, still need to see Justice League, but in this film, there was kind of like that sequence where, you know, in the sequence, Bruce Wayne is not 
not uh, not kidnapped, but he is kind of in that trailer where he's then kind of um, everyone's kind of jumping on him, and it's this dusty dystopian kind of looking place, and in right, this the vision, dream you know, that he has this it's a vision, right? Yeah, it's like well, it's a, he's sleeping. It's a dream. Yeah. I don't know. Is there is there a reason or significance? Like it reminded me when I was watching it of the dusty dystopian that we see at the end of the Snyder Cut with Joker, where he we talked about this specific scene in detail, where he says like I'm going to effing kill you, Joker. And yeah, is there some significance to these two visions, or is it just coincidence? Yeah, same thing. I mean, ultimately, this was there's a big in this scene. There's a there's a big. there's a big symbol that you see carved into the ground. Almost looks like like the Ohm or the Omega symbol, mm. um, and that's that is the logo of Darkseid, who was the who was Steppenwolf's the one that Steppenwolf answered to in the Snyder Cut was the one that was at the very end. They're like setting it up like oh Darkseid's gonna come. Um, mm. So this uh, yeah this sequence was. Just basically Zack Snyder beginning to set up his vision for what he was going to do with with the Justice League and with what was going to come afterwards, gotcha. right? So gotcha. you see this, like, this, yeah, this futuristic. And so that, that dystopian scene from Snyder Cut was one scene that he went in and shot afterwards, right? He shot that for... It was one of the scenes that he didn't shoot originally, and he went in and shot when they were editing together the Snyder Cut. Um, and I think he added that in a way to be like, okay, this is this is the extremely abridged version of where I was going to go had I been given time. Hmm. Okay. Right. This, this yeah. everything's messed up. <laughs> Superman's evil now. Right. Um, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, my only last question, and I think it's the answer is the Flash to take the wind out of the sails here. But after he wakes yes. up from that vision, he he sees that humanistic. He's still in a dream. Yeah. Still in a he dream. Like, sorry, a dream within a dream. A dream within a dream, and that human kind of jumps out in an electric form, and I'm assuming that's the Flash. Yeah, that's a unhaircutted, unshaven Ezra Miller as the Flash. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of wondering, I don't know, man, there's, I wonder if everything's getting retconned and nothing matters and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I wonder if that is the moment in time, if we'll see that again. And that mm-hmm. is the moment in time that pulls Ben Affleck's Batman into this Flash movie that we're getting. Oh. I think hmm. that would be interesting. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Any other thoughts, sir? Well, the only my last thought is holy peripheral supporting characters, Batman. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, we got Lawrence Fishburne, which is you can't see me, but Chef's Kiss. Perry White, yep. Uh, we've got I mean, this is kind of a bit of a cheat. He's not really a supporting character, but we've got Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. We've got some peripheral Justice League character build up in my books, but for me, what I love is the Wonder Woman. You know, it starts as a cameo and then it builds up and we see the the, the historical picture that makes its way into the Wonder Woman feature film and 
Every yep. time the Wonder Woman theme started playing, I was like, hell yeah, let's go. It, and it's so well done because you, like this came out, I don't know, six months or so. Oh, what is the what is the gap between Wonder Woman? Wonder... 2017, I believe. Is when Wonder Woman came out? I believe. And when did this come out? Like, if it's, like, December and then January. Oh, yeah, I don't know exactly. Yes, It's 16, 17, but I don't have exact months. I can do a little look here. But it wouldn't be long. Less than 12 months, at least. If you would. If you could do that. Um, Mm -hmm. But either way, it's just amazing to me that that picture... Like, that is the... That's Chris, Chris Pine and whoever else in that... That is the picture, the exact photo that will then appear in Wonder Woman. So it's just, yeah. it's some great connective tissue. Yeah. It's oh. just some great connective tissue that they've worked into it. I was wrong. It was greater than 12 months. So it was March and then June the following year. Yeah. So over a year later. Yeah. The, but the photo, they already had the picture so that, yeah. so that that consistency was there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, that's cool. It, it, it did remind me a little bit. It left a bit of a sad taste in my mouth. Like I enjoy, and I kind of want to rewatch the first Wonder Woman. I think she's my favorite in this whole DC expanded universe. Um, and then it just left a sad taste in my mouth because the second Wonder Woman I had such high hopes for of blending Wonder Woman with eighties nostalgia. And as we know, yeah, we reviewed so the film; it was just awful. And I think it's it was so a lot bad. of a lot of wasted potential. But it was a yeah. fun component of this film. No word of her showing up um, in Flash, but they they have announced like Patty Jenkins, the same director of the first two. They have announced Wonder Woman three. Okay. Okay. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yep, with Linda <laughs> Carter again, <laughs> playing her. Who did she? What was her cameo? She was she's in the second one. She's in mm. Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. Uh, which you know, it's, it's it's fun. It's fun that they do that, I guess. <laughs> um, anything else, sir? I think that's essentially it. I think after talking about this, I think I'm leaning a little bit more just for enjoyment of character, a little bit to the team Superman side. But uh, I think both are very interesting. And obviously, I guess we're here to talk about Batman. I thought it was an interesting portrayal of Ben Affleck. Don't dislike him, but Christian Bale is still my number one. Oh, what do you think of a suit? Yeah, I, I don't dislike it. What do you think it. of the fat, the fat bat logo? <laughs> it was fine. His, I, I think stylistically, I was the least interested of his suits when it was like the final battle suit that was like the thick metal and he had like the, the glowing eyes. I was okay with the rest of his suits in this film. That one, I was just, something about it was a little tacky for me. Yeah, that's pulled. It's so that's pulled from the comics, and that's the okay. only reason. Like okay. in the comics, in the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns graphic novel, when he uh, he goes up against, mm. he goes up against Superman. Needs a little extra padding. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Scale of zero to ten, sir. Okay, so I gave this on a scale of zero to ten. I gave it a five. So. Not the best movie I've ever seen, but not the worst. It was decent, watchable, um, you know, equal ratio of things that I was like, that's interesting, to ratio of things that I was like, eh, I can live without. Um, on a scale of 0 to 10, 
or sorry, not a scale of zero to 10. I just did that on a scale of how much effort do I want to put into it? It's like the second out of four tier. So I would not pay any more extra effort, but I would wait till it was on a streaming service that I already owned. And once it was on there, it's worth, Hey, check it out when you have a chance. That's how much effort I put into it. So so respectable. Cool. Cool, the, cool. The big thing, it, it ranks actually so far the nine adaptations. And we're getting we're getting a lot now that that eventually we're gonna have to start like putting images on our, our posts of just these lists so that people can get visual representation of it. I'm I put this as my fourth favorite of the nine. So we've got Dark Knight, fourth Batman favorite. Begins, okay. and then the eighty nine Batman, and then this one. Dark Knight, Batman Begins. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, that being said, all, all those rankings, if if there's something I can say, I thought this was an interesting journey, and I'm glad I was able to finally see this film and kind of know what people were talking about. I'm just so glad that 89 Batman is so high. In that yeah, I, that was the real surprise for me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Where does this rank for you, both on a scale of 0 to 10 and on your list? I give it a 6.8. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's about all there is to it. It's it's not... I don't think it's crap. I think the Ultimate Edition is better than... It just kind of fleshes out some stories a little bit better, makes it flow a little nicer. Mm. Um, but it's not amazing. Sure. It needs a little love. <laughs> and so, yeah, 6.8. That's fair. Yeah. And on your list What'd of you Batman want? films. Uh geez, I can't remember. I'm just I vaguely remember the fact that that was something we did. Um <laughs> just can't compile a list when we meet the next time for Batman. That's that's all that matters. Yeah. I would say if I had to guess what ones do I like more than this one, I guess is the easiest just quick mental thing to mm-hmm. do. Um mm. one, two Three, four. This is probably my fifth favorite. Fair. Respectful. Yeah, probably my fifth favorite. Um, no, no, no. Probably my f- <laughs> probably my fourth fourth favorite. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping Robert Pattinson will bump mm. that back. We will find. I'm out. so curious to find out where that will lie. But yeah, yeah. would you watch, sir? Okay, I watched two things. The first, I watched a 2021 film called The Tragedy of Macbeth. And not much to explain here for summary. Obviously, it's just based on a Shakespeare play called Macbeth. And uh, I've always been interested in it. I love the... Believe it or not, I'm not into horror films, but I like the witchcraft and the destiny components of this play, so I've always been intrigued. And I had really high hopes for this one. It's in black and white. It's got Denzel Washington pretty pumped for it and when it was finally available on apple plus um i i was ready to watch it and i did and i gave it a five out of ten and i think that's where i land on it i may adjust a little bit it wasn't as much as i i wasn't as interested in it as i had hoped i would be and it was that kind of 50 percent ratio of i liked some things and 50 percent ratio of things i was like eh, this isn't doing it for me so a five out of ten not bad not not the best. The only other thing I watched, and this is a bit of a cheat because I've been 
watching it for a while now and it's just coincidentally like i've watched the second most the penultimate most recent episode i have been watching the book of boba fett on disney plus and ah without having watched the mandalorian you dirty bastard (laughs) how could you watch the spinoff of something without seeing the thing it's spinning off of well i feel like i have more of a palette to understand this because it's about boba fett like something i'm familiar with at least to a degree from just the films that's fair that's fair i guess what i will say what i will say absolute killer banger of a theme song oh I have heard that, yeah. I've, I honestly, the first episode when it, the closing credits rolled and that theme song played, it just hit me and I've listened to that song on repeat like a thousand times. The show itself, personally, I, it's a little meh for me. Not amazing, but it definitely is intriguing enough that I do still tune in each week, so that has to account for something. So, um, Sure. Yeah. Cool. That is what I watched. What did you watch this week? Uh, just one thing to report. I'm still watching Friends. Uh, oh, nice. Season, about a quarter of the way through season 10. Oh, wow. Near the so, end. And Near there the are end. 12 seasons, if I remember. 10. 10. <laughs> I know. Just I'm just the, trolling. Just the you bastard. Yeah, just the 10. Um, <laughs> nice. Which means I am nearing a rewatch of the reunion. Oh, nice. So, that'll be fun when that happens. Mm-hmm. And emotional. I'll cry. <laughs> wrap it up sir all right well thank you everyone for listening we really appreciate you coming along this week or this day whenever whenever you're listening to this um uh like follow subscribe facebook instagram twitter check out all the new information we send out on there um send us a good rate and review wherever you're listening to us we really uh, appreciate hearing from you first and foremost but we also help you or appreciate you helping us um you know, giving us a good review, helping the algorithm, how uh, have other people find the show by giving us a good review. So what I'm really trying to say, um, check out our Patreon page, check out our merchandise page, help us, uh, pay the bills on the show and help us give you something back in the term, in, in the form of, uh, perks and benefits. And, um, until we chat again, that was amazing. Thank you. I can't, that was your first time saying all that. That was incredible. (laughs) That was so smooth. (laughs) It's like you've, uh, you practiced, didn't you? Well, I mean, a good magician doesn't reveal their tricks. In the mirror with a hairbrush? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.